Have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Have you ever had ideas in your head and you just need to get them out now? A podcast is a great way to do that. And the best platform I have found is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. I mean, that's like that's like top of the line, right? You, if you're going to make a podcast and you don't have any money to invest in anything to get your voice heard right now, free is the best, is the only way to do it. So there's that. Then there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no need to worry about fancy gadgets or uh, making sure that you're even sitting down at a computer when you want to get your thought out and publish your podcast. Or if you are with another friend and you want to, you know, um, interview someone or um, share a thought while you're on the road, doing it right from your phone is really an advantage. I can't tell you how um, how easy it has made my life um, when trying to publish a podcast. So I am so thankful to have um, Anchor as our sponsor for our show today. And if you are ready to make your podcast and let your voice be heard, go to anchor.fm and sign up today for your free account. Welcome to the Healthy Habits Podcast. Everything in your life your relationships, your happiness, your income, and your impact are all influenced by the balance of health in your life. When you are not balanced, you may feel tired. What happens next? Well, your productivity goes down. You may become impatient with those you love. You feel unfulfilled and dissatisfied with the things around you. On the Healthy Habits Podcast, we are here to give you tips, strategies, real-time tools, and experiences to help you make the most of your day. What happens when you're happy? Your productivity goes up. You treat those you love better, with more respect. You feel more satisfied, and you truly feel more fulfilled and more balanced. That's our job and our mission here on the Healthy Habits Podcast. Hey there, I hope you are having an awesome day. So uh, the last podcast we talked about, um, my first failed plan for, um, you know, my weight loss challenges. So this uh, podcast, I, I wanted to kind of dive into um, my second failed plan. And um, well, actually, it's not my second failed plan. I had many failed plans. And so I think this one needs to be about the other side of the spectrum where I created this plan um, and thought that it would, that it was my, the opposite of being unhealthy and unfit um, by being on the other side of the spectrum, right? If I was not exercising and not eating right, then, um, I needed to find the exact opposites of those for healthy and fit. And that's what I thought. So um, just last year, I <clears throat> decided that I would um, start the keto diet uh, because other people had lost a lot of weight on it. I'd heard and researched a lot of good things. Um, and 
Um, I know that there are a lot of good, solid nutrition principles that go into the keto diet. So I, I tried it. I started it. And limiting my foods was hard, but then it became easier over time. And, uh, and I felt great. And at the same time, I was um, gearing up for a half Ironman. I love triathlons. If anyone who knows me, who's known me for the past 20 years, knows that I, <clears throat> um, I love um, competitive sports, um, but I love the individual competitive sport um, where it's just me competing against me, really. And that's what I feel like triathlons is. And so I wanted to do what I had never dreamed of doing before, and that was completing an Ironman. And I, so I thought I would start with a half Ironman. So uh, here I was like cycling for two, three, four hours at a time, swimming two hours, uh, an hour and a half a day, um, going on 10 mile runs over the weekends, just kind of living the extreme exercise life. And um, I felt great and I felt good while on the keto diet. I, I felt like everything was coming together. I could start seeing results. Um, and then one morning I was out on a run and it was just a six mile run. So it was an easy run for me. Um, and this is something that I, I had worked up to and I was running and all of a sudden my, I felt like I hit a wall. And if you're a runner, then you know that hitting that wall is like, oh man, I just got to keep going and then I'll feel great afterwards. And so I just kept putting one foot in front of the other and my breathing was really labored, and I thought maybe it's because the, um, you know, bad air quality, it was summertime, maybe it's just getting really hot, and I'm not used to these hills, and blah, blah, blah. So um, I come home, I try to recover, and my heart rate won't go down past 120, which is normally where I was used to having my heart rate while I was exercising. So I thought it was really, really odd. I would walk up the stairs, and um, I, I would have to stand at the top of the stairs and wait until my legs stopped burning like I had just done 100 lunges and my legs were on fire. So um, these different things started to happen and I couldn't understand, I wasn't understanding why, um, why I was feeling this way. I went a whole week feeling this way and finally decided I needed to go to the doctor because things weren't getting any better. Um, there was one Sunday in particular, I remember where I thought, um, what is wrong with my body? And I didn't realize that the very things that I had started doing were the things that created this problem in the first place. So, um, my plan had been to extremely limit my food, my diet, and, uh, and perform extreme exercises. And I didn't realize that this imbalance was causing a problem. Um, so I found out from the doctor that I, um, at first when I walked in and I was sitting on the bed and they put the EKG machine on me, well, at first the doctor was like, maybe it's a cold, maybe it's these different things, but I felt like I couldn't breathe very well. And he was like, well, we'll do an EKG just to make sure um, your heart and your lungs are okay. So they did an EKG. And as I'm laying there on the 
table and the MAs, the medical assistants, are helping me put all the electrodes on my chest and something. It was kind of awkward. Um, but they, it was just one, one medical assistant. And when she um, looked at the machine, she said, wait right here. I'll be right back. And she ran out the door. And I was like, oh, my gosh, something must be really wrong. Um, or she didn't know what she was doing. So she brought someone else in to the room and said, uh, I just brought someone in here to help me make sure that I was putting the, the nodes in the right place. So they repositioned them a little bit and they started the machine again and it came up with the same results and both of them looked at each other like, oh my gosh, this is weird. I've never seen this before. So the machine was telling them, it, it printed out a little, um, a little chart like my heartbeat and was saying that I was having a, a heart attack, but I wasn't having a heart attack. The doctor explained to me later that um, I had developed what's called a sudden onset typical atrial flutter. And this, this machine was reading it as a heart attack. So I, I almost had a heart attack thinking that I was having a heart attack, but I wasn't having a heart attack. What was actually happen, happening was my heart could no longer beat slowly. It, I had been conditioning it for so long to stay at such a high speed, pumping large volumes of blood that it created a, a miscommunication in the cells of my heart that said to continue to beat at this pace, that this is the pace you needed to uphold. And there's no danger with your heart beating really fast, but there is danger in the, in the aftermath. Um, so my, the atrium of my heart were beating really fast, but were not pumping blood through to the ventricles. So the rest of my body was not getting enough blood. Uh, that left me really tired. I would sleep in until 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, and I still felt really, really tired. Um, I could no longer be left by myself. I, um, and I couldn't fix the problem by myself. You can't... Um, just change your thoughts or change your diet um, with this typical, with this flutter or uh, fibrillation and fix your heart problem. My heart problem now had to be solved surgically. So here I had created this problem because I thought that creating an imbalance in my health, in my diet and my exercise would get me to a point of being healthy and fit. And I didn't see that at first. I didn't understand why being on the other side of the spectrum or the other side of the pendulum was unhealthy and unfit. But I did after I realized what I had done to cause the problem. So I realized then that um, this plan that had totally failed was not right either. And I had to find balance. I had to find middle ground that helped me sustain a healthy lifestyle without causing these extreme swings in being unhealthy on either side of the pendulum, right? It was my strength lied in the middle and I didn't realize that. So, um, so maybe you can ask yourself these questions. Are there things in your life that are imbalanced? Are there, uh, uh, are you struggling with, um, other things other than diet and exercise, 
Um, or are you more of an extremist like I was? And are you um, limit, living the extreme life that may cause future problems? And it's often hard for us to see future problems when we're not experiencing them in the moment. So I just want you to ask yourself those questions. Um, because when I asked myself those questions, I really began to see the power that my choices had and, and the power in kind of balancing both the high carbs and the high protein and the sugars and the non-sugars and the, um, the mixture of foods in our culture and our diets. Um, I realized then that it's not so bad to have lots of choices and to create a balance, but it's often harder. So um, I want to share that next time in a, in a podcast too about um, the challenges we may face when we try to establish balance and the key factors that are involved in a balanced, healthy lifestyle. I'm going to share those factors with you. They're called the SOS factors, and we'll talk about those next time. So I hope you make this a great day and ask yourself, um, what you think is creating an imbalance in your life. And I hope that this helps you um, to establish healthy habits and to see what is going wrong, what's causing you some challenges so that we can fix them and help your life to be healthy, happy, and fulfilling for you. Make it a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast, please rate it and share it. Share it with as many people as you can. Let's get the word out that there's a new podcast in town. A podcast that's guaranteed to give you the best nutrition tips, the best exercise tips, the best brain hacks, and the best habits for a healthy, sustainable, happy life. The Healthy Habits Podcast. It'll make your day great. Also, like my Facebook page at Be Healthy Me, Healthy We or follow me on Instagram or Twitter and make it a great day.